0: Billions of insects have accidental gay sex. A zoo in China tried to pass a dog off as a wolf. And Panda Express employees were forced to strip in a cult-like team-building seminar. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only weird news podcast recorded inside a closet. Somebody asked me why. The reason is because it's quiet. Billions of insects have accidental gay sex, a new study shows. It's the sound of science. Yay, guys. A scientific study about insects having gay sex accidentally. I once had accidental gay sex in a bathroom. It was an accident, man. An accident. All right. I didn't mean to have gay sex. It was an accident. A new study finds that billions of insects are accidentally having gay sex somehow. A study was published in the let me do a nerdy voice Journal of Behavioral Ecology and Sociobiology. And the study finds that eighty five percent of male insects mate with other male insects because they do not take the time to find out about their mates' gender. Well, I mean, do they all have the same parts? So you just like <laughs> Yeah, you got one of those things? Everyone's got one of those things. I'm just gonna do it in your thing. Oh I see, you weren't the you weren't the gender I intended to do it to do the thing with. But everybody's got the same parts, so who knows what's going on. There's a doctor involved in this. This doctor studies insect sexuality, I assume. Imagine getting paid all that money to study bug sex. It just seems like a weird way to make a living. Insects and spiders mate quick and dirty. <laughs> That's the quote. And dirty. Ooh, those dirty spiders and insects. They mate, they mate very quickly and dirty. The cost of Taking the time to identify the gender of mates or the cost of hesitation appears to be greater than the cost of making some mistakes, apparently. Yeah, we're headed down that road as well as humans. The whole uh, swiping to find your mate. I mean, that's pretty that's pretty quick and dirty, if you ask me. I don't care. I swipe on you. Oh, your personality. Who cares? Swipe. <laughs> that's quick and dirty. Now, this, this Dr. Scharf teamed up with a Dr. Martin of Zurich University, and they reviewed past studies of 110 different types of species of male insects. It is unclear what role evolution plays in this curious situation. Like heterosexual behavior, it takes time and energy and can be dangerous, and it lacks the potential payoff of procreation. I'm just going to go down on every last syllable and all of these scientific words. The researchers believe that the reason male insects engage in gay sex is because the males carry pheromones after mating with females, drawing attraction from other males. Homosexual behavior may be genomically linked to being more active, a, a better forager, or a better competitor. So even though misidentifying mates isn't a desirable trait, it's part of a package of traits that leaves the insect better adapted overall. So it sounds like they're saying that this is actually a positive thing. Nothing, nothing to see here, in other words. I would just imagine that this happens all the time anyways, insects sleeping with the wrong gender, just because they all have sex in a giant pile. Isn't that how it goes in the insect world? Just a pile of of procreation going on. Who knows? Who, what did you? I, I put it in whatever. I put it in as many as I could. I was in the pile. <laughs> in other words, I don't think we got to really worry about this. Do we? A zoo in China tries to pass a dog off as a wolf. A zoo in central China has raised some eyebrows after it was caught seemingly trying to pass off a dog as a wolf. Social media footage appeared showing a visitor to the Xingwushan Zoo in Xianing, Hubei province, visiting the zoo's wolf enclosure. He filmed an animal that looked like a Rottweiler lying on its side inside the cage. <laughs> the, uh, in the video, he says, are you a wolf? <laughs> the video went viral. Are you a wolf? I mean, he said it in Chinese, I imagine. It's a Rottweiler. I saw the photo. It's clearly a Rottweiler, but I guess it says wolf. I can't read Chinese. Uh, This has led to a lot of jokes online, as you can imagine, but it's also sparked some debate about whether zoos are necessary in a post-COVID era with many voicing concerns about their maintenance. I mean, were zoos necessary at any point? Really? I mean, I I don't know. I guess they're fun. Do we need them anymore? You could do the whole thing in virtual reality. We really don't need to have, like, an actual animal zoo. Although, you know, the smells are nice, right? You want to smell those monkey buttholes, don't you? <laughs> that was weird. I don't know why that came out of me. The zoos smelled though. They smell like crap a lot of times. That's not a good smell. The zoo smell. You don't want, it to, you don't want to smell the zoo. Or do you? I don't know. I guess you do. Uh, this guy named Mr. Zoo filmed this footage of the quote-unquote wolf in the zoo. He told the media that he had asked the staff at the park why there was a dog inside the wolf's cage. Said that he was told that there had been a wolf, but that it died of old age. (laughs) So we just put a dog in there? No one will know. None the wiser. Just put a Rottweiler in there. No one will know. They'll just think it's just like that kitten we put in the tiger cage. No one knows. No one's asking questions. The rhinoceros died. Oh, just put a small toad in there. No one will know. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, can I go to your aquarium after this? <laughs> what happened to the shark? I don't know. We we just threw a horseshoe crab in there because the shark died. No one will know. An employee confirmed this to the local media as well and said that the dog, which had been raised as a watchdog by the park, was only being kept in there temporarily. <laughs> okay, it's just a it's a bookmark for when we get an actual wolf. <laughs> Just keep it empty, you dummies. Why would you even put any animal in there other than the wolf? Why would you put any other animal other than the wolf? You think people are fooled? Are they thinking to themselves, well, one-fifth of the people will believe it, and the rest of them won't even care. (laughs) They're just going to be happy to see something in the wolf exhibit. (laughs) Just put a sign that says, dead, died of old age, moment of silence, and then put like a tip jar. People, you know, but raising money to buy a new one, if you could just. (laughs) Here's a photo of our old wolf named Harry that died. Please give to the buy a new wolf fund. I'm sure people would have given. And okay, so I I love that it was also a a watchdog for the park. So now who's watching the park? Who's watching the zoo now? If you put the the watchdog in the wolf exhibit, (laughs) I don't get this at all. What kind of of janky-ass zoo is this? The article ends by saying there are a number of well-publicized instances of zoos providing poor substitutes for their wild animals within the exhibits. In 2019, a video shows a domestic dog in a wolf enclosure in Wuhan. In 2017, a zoo in southern Guangxi promised penguins at its site, but visitors arrived to find inflatable penguins instead. In 2013, a Tibetan Mastiff was passed off as an African cat at a zoo in Hanan. There have also been multiple cases overseas of donkeys being painted to look like zebras. Yeah, I covered a story like that before. Yeah, that was pretty funny. They mentioned that zoos in general are struggling financially. Well, maybe it's time for zoos to just Leave the culture i mean do we really need these things they just seem rather silly they don't treat the animals well and it's it's often a sad scene i know the children like it but yeah (laughs) sorry kids we'll just give you I, i think a vr experience you can do virtual reality zoos what's wrong with that and virtual reality can be so realistic that you might not know the difference like i say other than the smell I don't know. I don't have a solution to this. It just seems like it should just all go away. You know, after all we learned about SeaWorld, are we still going to do this? (laughs) Yay! Panda Express workers were forced to strip down in a cult-like team-building seminar, according to a lawsuit. Panda Express, do you guys know what this is? It's a fast food, Chinese food restaurant kind of thing. They got your, you know, your orange chicken, white rice, steamed veggies kind of thing. Or, you know, you can go get the general, if you guys are feeling the general, the general gal, general so whatever you call it. I mean, it's pretty delicious. I like Panda Express, to be honest with you. There's one in my hood. It says here, a former employee of Panda Express in California alleges that she was required to strip down to her underwear and hug another coworker that was also in their underwear during a cult-like ritual at a 2019 training seminar sponsored by the company... As a prerequisite to promotion. This is very strange. (laughs) Yes. We want to make sure you're a quality Panda Express employee. And that you. uh, You represent the company. Very very. (laughs) Professionally. So we want to see what you look like in your underwear. Is what we want to do. We're going to. Not saying we're going to make a Panda Express calendar. But we just want to see you in your underwear. Hugging another coworker. These are. You might find yourself in this situation at work, you know. You might be in your underwear. You might have to get along with another co-worker in their underwear during the lunch hour when it's really, really hectic. When everybody's in the weeds. <laughs> so can you guys just get into your undies and hug? All right, this is very important. That we- <laughs> Now we want you guys to, <laughs> <laughs> to grab your private parts. And sing a boys to men song. If you could just do that, please. You, could, you have many choices. The water w- runs dry. I'll make love to you on bended knee. You could sing end of the road. Whatever, 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 It's your choice. It's your choice. But we want you to hold on to your genitalia and sing a boys to men song. This is team building. Guys, team building. We want to sh- sh- know that you're part of the panda team. Do you have panda qualities? Well, take your clothes off. All right. I'm going to put a disco ball up here. We're going to do some dancing now. Close, close dancing. And now we're going to bring in the foam. All right. Bring in the foam, guys. This is team building. Bring in... <laughs> I'm going to blindfold you now. Get in the hot tub. Get It's team building. Get in the hot tub. <laughs> I'm going to lay out some drugs that go up your nose. All right. Show us that you want it. Yeah. This is team building for Panda Express. <laughs> uh, I find it hard to believe that they actually tried to pull this off in 2019, given, like, the current state of affairs when it comes to crap like this. But maybe they did. I don't know. I'm not going to say this woman's lying. I just, just find it a little nuts that in 2019, a company would still try this shit. I mean, there must be video of this, I assume, right? I mean, who's not whipping out their phone and shooting video of this at your team building event? Like, whoa, is this where we're going? Panda? I don't know about you it, but now every time I go to Panda Express, I'm just gonna picture all the employees in their underwear hugging each other. <laughs> Maybe that's gonna be one of their best-selling dishes. Yeah, could I get the naked hug brown rice? Can I get? Can I get the I get the, the uh, hug me in your undies orange chicken? Can I get? The- all right, all right. Not all the jokes are winners, guys. What the hell? Come on now. Weird AF news gave me something new that I've never felt, never dreamed of. Uh, I love all of you, and I want to thank you for being here. Thank you for giving my little podcast a chance. Appreciate you. Uh, I want to apologize up top for not putting out an episode yesterday, which was Monday. But I just, I don't know, I just kept drinking through the weekend. Just turned it into a whole drink fest. <laughs> Kidding, guys. You think I drink an entire weekend? Are you out of your mind? I don't know. I just felt like the Friday episode was such a great episode. It was like a mic drop moment for me. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let that sit there for an extra day, that Friday episode. Allow it to get some more listens. I noticed when a, when I let an episode just kind of linger, it just it gets more downloads. Like it, People just keep downloading it. So I was like, let me just let this one marinate for an extra day. Because I thought it was the best episode i recorded in quite some time. And I think we know why. Uh, but don't don't plan on that all the time. I can't be doing Drunk Florida Friday all the time. It's just, it's just too much, man. It's just too much. Uh, but I'm glad that we did it. I'm glad that it was fun. And I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I got a lot of emails about it. Uh, got some phone calls, too. I'm going to publish them after this. Uh, oh, by the way, where are my manners? Yeah, I forgot to mention that you could have... Called during any of those stories and given your opinion, Uh, like maybe you had a solution for the zoos, for instance. You know, the zoo, the zoos are in a financial crisis. Maybe you have a a way to fix it. Maybe you work for a zoo. I don't know. Maybe you do. Maybe you work for a zoo in China, specifically, perhaps. Maybe you're responsible for putting a Rottweiler in in a wolf cage. Maybe that was you. Call the show. Here's the number. This is what I'm leading up to, anyways. 646-450-2012. Call the show. Email me as well, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram at at funnyjones, Twitter at funnyjones as well. And uh, lastly, I just want to remind you of the Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Uh, I I put up a couple fun articles the other day, and I also put a review of me trying weird food, and I'm going to do another one uh, this week. Me trying some weird food because I got some left, some 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 more weird stuff that I've never had before. That I've never felt, I never dreamed of. Uh, if you guys would like me to send me something to try, just reach out to me. Reach out to me. I'll uh, I'll tell you where you can mail it. Um, the weirder the better. Yeah, if you got something weird, uh, candies really would be awesome. Something that uh, you can. I mean, in other words, non-perishables, really, because you're going to be mailing it to me. Who knows how long it's going to take to get here? Maybe you're sending it from New Zealand. I don't know. Uh, But, yeah, reach out to me. I'll give you the info. And what else? I guess that's it. Uh, Thanks for joining me. I'm going to put some phone calls on after this. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow, which is Wednesday.
1: (laughs) Jonesy, this is Michael calling from Iowa City. Oh, man. Drunken Florida Friday. Is that going to be a new thing? <laughs> you ought to think about it. But you you, you got to take in mind how long the episode's got to be. Hey, I don't have a problem listening to the uh, shows no matter how long they are. But maybe that's a concern for you. But, uh, man, talk about hilarious. Uh, there were so many things that you said that I want to comment on, but I'd have to get out a list of uh, pen and pencils. Or pen and paper to write down everything I wanted to remark on and go back and leave you a long list here. But let's just start with the introduction that you did. You managed to use the word, the, the phrase "Florida Friday" six times just in the introduction. <laughs> awesome, man! Freaking hilarious. Uh, you know, I don't know if this could become a regular thing, but it's something to think about. Okay, man. Take care. Hilarious. You gotta, you gotta run that show again. <laughs> you got to do it again sometime. I know I can always go back, but uh, I think these the, the listeners would love to hear Florida Drunken Florida Friday episode again. Take care, man.
2: Come on, man! No matter how you explain "Freak" by Chic, I'm sorry, it still sucks. And I would hate to hear that every minute playing over and over, like you with the Bon Jovi, of course. If I had to say one that would get on my freaking nerves, it would be Don McLean, American Pie. Bye, bye, Mr. American Pie. I hate that song. I don't like the song. And the other one would be uh Minnie Rippleton, Loving You. I can't stand that song. These are songs that I just would have to, I, I don't know what I would have to do, but I would that would be torture. Think about it. If you were tied up listening to something over and over and they were just laughing at you and getting drunk off their ass, I think it would be torture. Just like when you said the uh, tiki bar thaw on that lady, I'm sorry, but I would have been dying laughing. I would give anything to see that on YouTube. Have a good day. Love ya. You rock and roll, Jonesy, your buddy from Jim from Cleveland. Bye-bye.
3: Hey, Jonesy. It's Paula from Kansas City. And, you know, I am getting caught up on some episodes that I haven't had a chance to listen to yet. And I was listening to the one about the um, emotional support animals, and you talked about the miniature horses. Just thought I would clarify something, what if a miniature horse, I'm not an emotional support animal, although horses are very um, supportive of you emotionally. Um, but those are actually service animals, and there are a lot of people out there who um, have trouble, like they have trouble with balance or navigating stairs because of certain limitations. So they use the miniature horse because their backs are a little bit stronger. Sometimes they use bigger dogs, like Great Danes, um, um, Pyrenees, things like that, but depending on the person and um, their height and their um, stability issues, so that those animals could help them navigate walking. If they feel like they're going to fall over, they'll lean on that animal for support. So it keeps them out of wheelchairs. Um, so just wanted to help you understand the difference between emotional support animals and service animals. Uh, miniature horses um, do a great service for people and help them live a life that we all want to live. So.
4: Have a great day and love listening to your show. Talk to you soon. Bye. Jonesy. Dude, that phone, uh, rang a few times. I hope I'm not, uh, bothering you early in the morning. You forgot to turn the ringer off some shit. Last time I called you, I went straight to voicemail. Well, whatever. Wake up, you weirdo. Um, I want to be, say that I'm in fully, fully in support of drunken Florida Fridays. I just caught the episode. Outstanding. Uh, you should make that a standard every time from now on. Way more enjoyable. And yes, if you want to go to listeners' houses and do a drunken episode, you ever find your way into the um northwestern suburbs of Chicago, I'd be happy to host you, after the pandemic of course, I don't want your weird self coming over here, we're all quarantined, unlike some parts of Florida, all of Texas, we're actually taking that shit seriously here in my house. But anyway, just want to say man, keep it up.